0: Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. We are at the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show, and we're in our little mobile studio here in the Catch Cover booth, I'm with Johnny Range. Johnny, I appreciate you coming on the show today.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on
0: the show. I'm excited to tell everybody about the West Tonka Walleye Program. Yeah, tell us about the West Tonka Walleye Program. What is the West Tonka Walleye Program?
1: Well, the West Tonka Walleye Program is a privately funded fish stocking program that puts walleye in Minnesota's biggest metro lake, Lake Minnetonka. We started back in 2012 with me and a couple of buddies sitting around a campfire, talking about how we can make walleye fishing better on our lake. And with everybody sitting around pointing fingers, arguing about the DNR should do this and these guys should do this, we just started saying, well, what can we do? Sure enough, it started out, one guy said, I'll tie up some flies and uh, we'll sell them at the bait store and we'll take the money from that and we'll stock some walleyes. And the other guy said, hey, uh, let's throw a party and we'll raise some money from that. And and, uh, over time, it kind of evolved into a more official program. And uh, now we're recognized as a, officially as a 501c3 public charity. And uh, we go around asking people to make product donations and asking retailers to make product donations. And we get all these prizes together. And then we hold ice fishing events and fundraising banquets and things like that. And all the prizes are donated. We use those to give away in our events. And all the money that we take in, we use to buy walleye to stock the lake. Uh, nobody gets paid a dime. All the money that we raise goes to buy fish. And we don't buy any prizes either. And in 2019, we spent $78,000 on stocking walleye in Lake Minnetonka. And these fish that we stock are larger than what the DNR normally stocks. Most of the DNR stockings are done with fingerling-sized fish, meaning a fish the size of your finger, maybe 3 to 5 inches. We try to find a walleye that's between 8 and 13 inches. That larger-sized fish has a much better chance of avoiding predators and and growing to a harvestable size of about 16 inches. So a real
0: good size fish you guys are putting in the lakes. Why is it important to stock Lake Minnetonka? Why isn't something, uh, why can't that reproduce naturally?
1: That's exactly it. Natural reproduction is what Lake Minnetonka is challenged with and this is true for all of the other metro lakes around here as well. Um, The the, the DNR knows that there's very little natural reproduction on metro lakes, and they estimate it's less than 5% of the walleye come from natural reproduction. The way they're able to measure that is, Every other year or every third year, they'll go out and they'll do gill netting in these specific locations around the bays and all the different bays on the lake. They do a 24-hour gill net and they sample to see how many pounds of walleye get caught in that net and how many walleye and how many pounds of walleye. Uh, and then they come back two weeks later and they repeat that same 24-hour test in those same exact locations to kind of average it off and they've been doing this for 30 years. When they do those walleye gill nets, they age the fish as well and they can tell that by counting the ring. On the scales of the fish Kind of like you'd count the rings on a tree And there's also a bone in the head Of the walleye that tells them How, how many year old the fish is And they've determined that Less than 5% of the fish Were born on odd years And the DNR's only stocked On even numbered years for the last 30 years so any fish that are on odd years are natural reproduction so we know there's very little natural reproduction so if we want walleye in the lake we've got to stock them and the dnr is doing the best they can with their budget you know they're they're maxed out and they stock about six thousand five hundred pounds of walleye every other year Uh, our program's a little different we went down and um senator dave osmick and i went to the state capitol and met with the legislative liaison from the dnr to uh battle with them a little bit about some of the rules they had for us originally they made me stock only even year class fish in the beginning of the program but that wasn't uh, ideal because what happened is the, the fish farmer market, is a, it's a fish market. It's all about supply and demand. If there's very few fish available, the price goes up. If there's a ton of fish, the price goes down. And when I'm buying my fish from the private fish market and the DNR is buying 70% of their fish from the private fish market and we're all trying to buy fish that are born on even year class, it's making me pay a higher price than I needed to. And what would happen is even year class fish would come up and I couldn't buy them because it was the wrong year class. Or when the fish farmers would clean their ponds out in spring before they stock fry, they'd get all the fish that lived through the winter out. Uh, those are called carryover fish, and they would usually be mixed-year classes. Some would be one-year-old, some would be two-year-old. And I was not allowed to buy those fish early on in the program. Well, that's where we went to the capital, battled with them, and now we're able to stock both mixed-year class fish... One and two year old fish, meaning I can buy fish for the lowest cost available and stock as much as possible and so now we stock every spring, we put in as much fish as we can, and every fall is whatever as much as we can, depending on how much money we can raise and like I said, two thousand and nineteen we raised um, well we, we stocked seventy eight thousand dollars worth of fish in the lake, and that was about ninety thousand walleye and uh, It was 6,000 pounds of walleye. And so in comparison to the DNR, um, I believe they stock 6,400 pounds every other year and that plan will stay consistent. The West Tonka Walleye Program stocked six thousand pounds in 2019 and several thousand pounds in 2018. So we're actually putting in more pounds of walleye in the lake than the DNR does, and uh, we're doing it all with private donations.
0: Yeah, it's pretty incredible what you guys are doing. What are you seeing so far? I'm assuming that uh, you're a guy who fishes like Minnetonka. So what are you seeing
1: as far as results from what you guys have been doing? Well, I mean, to start out is the fishermen's feedback. I mean, I, I myself I'm seeing a huge increase. Some of the best walleye fishing I've ever had in my life is now on Lake. minnetonka i mean you you, uh i I would say it compares to canadian walleye fishing at times i and i I caught uh, something like 53 walleyes in three hours on a non-disclosed destination but uh, it it was awesome fishing me and a buddy uh, who we used to fish tournaments together so we both knew what we were doing i mean we had i think at three times during that we had triples for or doubles for walleyes um a lot of feedback I'm getting from, you know, guys that fish the lake. I've I've heard several times from guys, you know, older guys that say, you know, they're they're in their sixties or seventies and they say, I've fished this lake every day since I was, you know, a pup and they go, The last year was the best walleye fishing I've ever had in my life out here. We're seeing fishermen tell these great stories of seeing a difference. Um, and that 's just fishermen talking, so you know you take that with a grain of salt, but the DNr does that gill net survey we talked about earlier, and we started the program back in two thousand and twelve and in two thousand and fourteen they rated um, one of the sections that we're kind of working on uh, came in at about 1. Point, I think it was 1.8 pounds of walleye per net was the average between all the different nets. They did that same test again in 2014 and it came in at like 3.8 pounds of walleye per net. Now I went with on the 2019 survey and what I saw was between seven and eight pounds of walleye per net in the nets that we came in. So the DNR reports are showing a huge increase of pounds of walleye on the lake. The fishermen are reporting a huge increase in the number of walleye being And uh, it's a win for everybody. I mean, I think, you know, in terms of fishing manufacturers to residents or to the restaurant owner, everybody's got better business. And, you know, you don't have to drive six hours up north or three hours up north to go walleye fishing. You can stay right here and fish 10, 15 minutes from your house and go get a five-star steak and go watch a football game all in the same night. So you've been doing this for a few years now. What's the future of the plant, of your program? It could be anything. It, it you know, there's talk of expanding this program into other metro lakes. There's been a lot of interest to stock Prior Lake. There's been a lot of interest to stock White Bear as well as Medicine Lake. And so we've talked about setting up separate fund accounting. So when people make donations to the program, you could say, "I specifically want this to go to this lake." Um, that's a possibility. Um, really, you know, I'm the president and founder. I started this myself, and I've got a bunch of people that all. Help a little bit, um, but I need more help to bef- you know because i 'm not paying myself a dime nobody 's getting paid here it 's all volunteer work, so the more people that get involved, the better chance we have of making this bigger and bigger, um, as long as i don 't want to get paid because we don 't really do that sure. but we uh, um, you know what what could it be you know that 's the discussion uh, another possibility is. We talked about branching into potentially even stocking sturgeon. Um, A lot of people don't know this, but Lake Minnetonka once had a thriving sturgeon population. The fish swam through Minnehaha Creek up from the Mississippi River and got into the lake. Uh, Over the years, the Minnehaha Falls has evolved and uh, in Edina, a 12-foot waterfall was built, the Edina Mills Falls, and the fish can no longer come from the Mississippi River into Lake Minnetonka. in the early 1800s, there was a big caviar boom. Uh, any sturgeon that were found were killed and over-harvested. Uh, the fishermen didn't like them because that destroyed their fishing nets and their equipment. Um, so, in the history books, they talk about killing off all the sturgeon. Um, these fish live for 150 years. You know, they, they, they're dinosaur of a fish. I don't know if you ever caught a sturgeon. They feel like sandpaper, and uh, I mean, they're just cool, strong fish. And uh, they could, and I guess. To prove that we had him in our lake, earlier this year, there was a guy that was scuba diving in Gray's Bay, and he videotaped a giant sturgeon swimming. We'd been talking about it on the news and in the paper for years. We called it the Legend of Lou, this giant sturgeon dinosaur swimming in the lake, but nobody had any proof. It was just hearsay. But this guy um, had video, proved it was in the lake, and then this summer, it went over the Edina Mills Fall, went down the Minnehaha Creek, went over the Minnehaha Falls, and a couple of young kids caught this fish swimming in the Minnehaha Creek. They uh, actually wrapped a rope around the fish's tail, much like they do to uh, control a shark. They actually learned it during Shark Week, but made a really cool video of them pulling this fish out took a picture with it. They had it out of the water for maybe 30 seconds, 60 seconds, and these kids were just so excited. It was really fun to watch. And then they put the fish back and released it. And it's stuck now between a 53-foot waterfall and a 12-foot waterfall. So it's unlike. it definitely can't get back to the lake. Um, And this creek, Minnehaha Creek, they turn off the flow in the winter. So this fish will be forced to jump a 55-foot waterfall as it tries to make its way out to the Mississippi. But to bring it back to the walleye program, this proves that Lake Minnetonka once had sturgeon. And as, as recently as earlier this year, another sturgeon was there. And uh, since we're stocking walleye and bringing the lake back, we talked about what if we stocked sturgeon and brought it back. And that's interesting to talk about because sturgeon are one of the few species that have evolved to eat zebra mussels. And it's very well known that we've got a massive zebra mussel problem in the lake. So if we could stock some sturgeon in the lake, maybe they'd help uh, fight the battle against zebra mussels and, uh, It'd be cool to bring back the dinosaurs.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. Who are some of the companies you guys are working with? Who's helping you out on this? Uh,
1: in terms of vendors, oh, it's just about everybody at the show right now is donating in some capacity, whether it be uh, an ice house to an auger to some shirts to fishing lures to fishing poles. Just about everybody who makes custom poles usually makes their top-of-the-line ice rod and their top-of-the-line summer rod, and they'll write West Walleye Program 2019 and we'll give those away at our fundraisers and, uh um, it's, it, the list is pretty big and it's not just fishing companies. A lot of the people in the community are just passionate about the lake or they're passionate about fishing and uh, you know, some of the companies are donating really nice prizes um, that have absolutely nothing to do with fishing. So if you come to our fundraisers and you, you think you've got all the stuff in the world that you want when you get there, you might find there's some really cool stuff that you didn't know you needed until you saw it. Is there something about your program that you want to get across that I didn't ask you about? You know, a, a lot of people have donated with financial help or donated with product donations, but the one thing I really want everybody to know about, and they can help if they weren't able to donate with finances and products, is uh, we're we're asking for people to honor a West Tonka Walleye program voluntary sportsman slot. So it's a Minnesota state regulated water. There are no special regs for walleye on Lake Minnetonka, but we're stocking them as big as 13 inches. So we're asking people, let these fish go that are smaller than 16 inches. These 13 inch fish will be 16 inch fish next year. It'll be a much better size fish to harvest. And uh, they cost us about two bucks a fish. So um, if you do go out there and catch a limit, donate some money back. Don't If you know you catch six fish, donate 12 bucks to the program. You've replaced those fish they'll be there for you next year awesome how do people get a hold of you or how do they find out more about your program so the best way to get constant updates on the weston koala program is to like and follow it on facebook it's the easiest for me to update and keep people informed of what's coming up Um, i've got a friend who helps out with the website which is 472fish.org we keep a lot of information on there but it's not nearly as updated as facebook is awesome johnny thanks for
0: doing the program thanks for doing our show Really appreciate it, and hopefully this will get the word out to some more people that can help you guys out. Thanks for watching the show today, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.